Hey, what's up? Welcome to, welcome to the Certified Deal. Got another good, exciting episode for you today. I know on, my, on my, our first episode, I kind of shared a little bit about uh, my story of, of how I started into business and real estate and and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to go back and, uh, you know, maybe I might have missed a few things. I, I know that was my very first episode and I, I want to kind of keep... Um, going back and, and, and reflecting on what got us to this point and and how we're so excited to move forward and, and uh, see what the future has for us. So, you know, um, growing, I, I grew up here in, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, we moved here uh, at the age, I was like three years old, and, uh, and we used to live in Bay City, Texas. Um, and I really, I really don't remember much of my my childhood when I was younger. I I do remember. It's kind of crazy. This is like the only one thing I remember about my childhood. I remember like going to like this uh, daycare or like a Head Start or something when I was little. And I remember eating. Uh, uh, I, I never, I never knew what it was, <laughs> uh, but I, I remember like the taste and I remember like the texture. And, and the smell, I never knew what it was and, and, until I got married with my wife and she would make this white rice. And, uh, and, I, and, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, it's, the, it's what I used, to, I remember eating. That's the only thing I remember. It's crazy, but that's the only thing I remember growing up, you know. And uh, so, uh, you know, at the age of three, um, my dad, uh, he, he took his life. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it, was a, it was a, you know tragic you know situation and uh you know I, w- I was the youngest and uh my mom uh decided just to get up and, and and get out of town and move and 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 start a new life so she we we uh we moved to corpus christi she had a family here she had some brothers and sisters and she had some nieces and and they uh they they kind of helped her get her start uh and and kind of re getting her life together and, and getting um Getting situated. Uh, a cool thing about my mom is, is um, man, she, to this day, like she's still, she's still a hard worker. She still wants to work. She still doesn't want to stop. She's not a quitter. You know, this lady is, is uh, inspiring. Just her drive. Like she's just, not, like she's just twenty four seven. She always wants to be working and doing something. You know, uh, it's pretty cool too because she actually met uh, Sam Walton a couple of times. She actually works for Walmart and. Uh, you know, she started off there in her career. You know, it's been she's she was there when when it was like really the older uh, style of business structure where they they had stocks and they had investments, and she kind of really took advantage of that, and it's really helped her out. You know, in in within these um, at, now, you know, now that it you know the, everything has changed, so she actually was able to take advantage of those those, those opportunities when she was uh, when she started off with that company. So, you know, she's very very blessed, and, and God has been very good to her. Um, but you know, she, she had to work, you know, her, her, her thing was like, she would work Monday. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say even on Saturday sometimes, I'm not even too sure, you know? And, uh, it, so it was me, uh, my mom, my sister, and my sister at the time was in high school. So, you know, she was already starting to, to live her life and my mom was just trying to get her life together. And, you know, that left a lot, that left me, left me with a lot of free time. Uh, to get into trouble, you know, that's what, it, that's basically what it did, you know, but I, I didn't know no better, you know, I, I, I grew up, um, I remember walking home from school, probably like 
man, like crazy. Like I, I think I walked. I don't even remember ever getting a ride home from school. And I'm not trying to like give this soft story or nothing like that. But what it did was, uh, it, it it made me just kind of fearless of of the streets and just people and, and just I was just always in the streets and even uh, till like shit like all my elementary I was just kind of like a rascal I was getting into trouble I was I was the class clown I was uh, in detention I was I was getting paddled I was in and I, like you name it uh, like I I got in trouble in it and so you know it, it was frustrating that time because I I I wanted to be like that that the the student that got like straight A's and and got perfect attendance and all this crazy stuff but you know that 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 never was me and I, and as much as I tried like I always would say man I'm this I'm going to do my work I'm going to do work and it never felt I would always you know something would always distract me and and I wouldn't I would always get in trouble you know and so that that pretty much uh followed me all the way through like high school you know getting in trouble getting into fights uh not doing homework uh i, I think i fell like a couple of times uh had a, a bunch of tardies i had a bunch of absence i was in slgc uh iss um man you name it uh i i i got i was in those situations you know and i really you know it was crazy because i really didn't have any kind of like father uh uh, figure or even like a mentor to guide me in any direction i you know i just was like i assumed that that my life was gonna be uh you know either in jail or or or, or dead or i don't know man my, i i just wasn't sure you know and, and so like i said this carried this carried all the way to i was in like ninth grade and i remember um ninth grade you know it i remember going to high school thinking you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do something better this year i'm gonna i want to do this i want to do sports i want to do that and and sure enough i ended up getting in trouble i ended up like missing school i ended up not doing my work and you know as much as i i wanted to do it i just i i couldn't seem to get get focused on on school and in in that process and I, and I want to I want to say that you know it it goes back to like me never really understanding uh never really getting the actual education or the 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 habits of like reading and writing and and this and that you know and um so it it it, it was it was catching up to me and it was catching up to me fast you know and and I didn't I didn't really like Realize what kind of situation was I was in until uh, it was my second year, ninth grade. I failed the for my first year, and uh, I was I was gonna be the father of twin boys. Yeah, like I remember, like this was like the craziest day. I remember they, uh, uh, my my son's my my kid's mom like said, uh, "Hey, uh, we're you know we're gonna have twins," and um, man, I I just like I didn't even know what the hell to do, you know. It's weird because I, I think I, I, I actually, uh, you know, I actually experienced my first paradigm shift to where I went from being like a, a screw up to like a dad, like to be called a dad. Right. And and I remember like during those times, uh, I kind of got like 
I, I kind of felt like I needed to protect them. Like, I couldn't, I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like doing, like, I didn't want to, like, risk my life and not be for them because I didn't have that experience. So, like, it, I just wanted to be the perfect dad, right? But I, I didn't, I didn't know how. So, so, I mean, the only thing I knew was, like, to get my ass to work, right? And I was like, oh, shoot, well, I mean, I guess I got to work, you know? And my mom wasn't about to, to have me, you know, you know, just hanging around, and and she she wanted me out. Like she's like, you know what, dude? Like you, like you're already gonna making babies, and then you want to be a man, then you need to go figure it out. So, sure enough, we had to like figure it out. You know, we went through like the housing and the, you know, the all that government stuff. Like we tried to survive. Like you know, and we thought that that's what we had to do. You know, and. I started, you know, I started the work process. I was like, man, I got to go to get to work, you know, and it's crazy because my same habits of me being this class clown and me getting in trouble and late and it carried on to me with into the, my work environment. And I was like, what the heck? And it wasn't that I, I, I was just like, it, I, I don't know. I was just always like a, wanting attention, I, I guess, because I, ne- I grew up without, I was seeking some kind of like attention or I don't know what it was man it was crazy but um you know the same kind of process I went through like different jobs and and uh trying to figure out what I was gonna what I was gonna become you know as as a as a man with two two um two twin boys you know uh depending on me to 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 get them through life so I mean I started off uh, working at working at different different jobs, you know, and um, I, I was very very fortunate that I didn't have like this crazy uh, like a record, you know, that that was gonna screw me up, you know. I, I always I always managed to like uh, I don't know, I just avoid you know the main the main drama, the main the, the main you know. I was always a, I was always like a, a, a thinker. I was always like a planner. Like I was always like, you know, you know, if we would do like a, something bad or we like, I would always like think, okay, well, how's this gonna affect? How do we get out of this? How do we, move, you know? So I was always able to dodge any major like cases, and you know, I didn't have no felonies. I had none of that. But you know, I, I, a lot of my friends did. You know, a lot of my friends got caught up. A lot of my friends didn't make it. A lot of my friends like are, are dead shit like you know and and you know how I how I got to this point you know it's a blessing it's a blessing uh from God you know but it, it I think it was a message for me to reach out and and try to help people that might be going through this same situation that that might have you know they might be getting out of high school and might have the kids and might have a felony and it might have you know all this stuff weighing on their shoulder you know that 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 they that they they're not sure how to shake off all this, you know, all this weight on their shoulder. They feel like they're just being pulled back, you know. And um, you know, I remember, uh, I remember I got a job at um, at a Cadillac dealership. I was I was actually the the porter. I was actually I was actually the one that uh, that would would throw the dirty oil out, <laughs> right? I, they didn't let me touch the good oil. I was always the one that that threw the dirty oil out. So, so I, I remember I would have to uh, mechanically be like, "Hey, th- come throw this oil out." So I had to 
like five gallon of barrel full of dirty oil. I have to go take it to the back, pour it in this big thing. And, and that was my job, you know. And, you know, I would always, uh, the thing with me, man, I was always late to work. You know, I was always, like, as much as I would try to be on time, I was always, like, a couple minutes late. And I was like, shit, like, man, I'm late again. Late again, right? Well, uh, it was getting to the point where I felt they were gonna they were gonna let me go, and I knew that I needed to do something quick. Like I was like, man, I I, I need to do something quick. Um, and I and I and I remember where my my where our stall was at, where we used to kind of hang out. Uh, all the porters and the detailers right next to that was the body shop, and I remember I started talking to one of the guys from the body shop, and um, and he's like, dude, yeah, you know, you might want to talk to the boss. Uh, he might be, he might be, uh, they, they might be looking for someone to do our detailing, right? So I went over there and, I, and, uh, and um, I was like, hey, sir, I, I'm going to apply for the job for the detailer. And, and um, he was like, well, do you know how to do uh, like certain tasks like buff and wet sand? And I remember the guy from the paint department was like, hey, dude, if you, if you need help, like learning the stuff, I'll show you. And so I was like, yes, sir, I can do it. I, give me a chance. I'll, I'll, you know, I won't let you down, you know. Uh, and so uh, he actually gave me the opportunity to, to, for the job. So I actually got a transfer from the, the service department to the body shop. And like my, the, my boss in the service department was like, what? They're going to hire you over there? Shit, let them, let them have you, you know. That's how bad I was. Like I was like, man, like, you know, nobody wanted to deal with me. Like I was. I just didn't have it together, you know, and I was I was struggling with with trying to be a dad. I was struggling to try to figure out how my where my place was in the world and how to like work with people, how to how to listen to authority. Like I was struggling with all this stuff, you know, at a young age. And uh you know, I I I just was trying to figure it out. You know, I had to drop off drop out of school in ninth grade. Because I mean, I need to provide for my my family and my kids, and and uh, I said, you know what, uh, I I need to just drop out. I'm just gonna, I just dropped out of school, started working, and uh, I remember like 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 two years after I had dropped out, the school, uh, some one of the counselors or someone reached out to me, and uh, they're like, we want you to come back to school, and I was like, well, I I can't go back to school because I I work, I need to work, and. No, personally, I think this is like one of the like a shady thing they did, like the school system, and 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 this is why, like, I always if if I see someone going to school and I see one of my son's kids or or anything, I always encourage them. Hey, man, like, make sure you you know just kind of follow through with school and make sure you just kind of take advantage of the opportunity to to learn something, habits, or ask questions or whatever, you know. Because what they did was they actually enrolled me back in high school, right? Remember this, I was already I had already dropped out. I was already in working, I was already trying to get my life right. They actually re-enrolled me in, in, in school and they said, you know what, we're gonna put you on this vocational work program and you just have to come to, to, to school maybe I think it was like once a month or I don't know, some crazy thing. And they're like, Well we're we're gonna you know, if you do good with your job, then we're gonna go ahead and just pass you and you're gonna be able to graduate, right? And at the time, I thought I was like, "Oh, cool! You know, this is a pretty cool deal, right?" But looking back, like now, now that I I can see what their 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 goal was, that their, their you know their goal was to make sure they didn't have a high dropout rate, so they can probably get funding, 
So they, it, it was more about the money. It wasn't more about if I got an ed- education or or if I was doing good. It's like, we're, you know, if we enroll him and, and, and he keeps his job, then we can graduate him. And, and man, it was like, I don't know. It, it was kind of, I wouldn't recommend, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend that, but I don't know. I think they could have went about it the right, another way and maybe gave me another opportunity or, or even, I don't know, it, it it's it's done. It's done, right? It's a done deal. Anyway, so um, working at this dealership, and uh, and I, I was I, I I was a hands-on guy. Like I wanted to learn everything because it was a, it was a new it was something new for me, and I felt welcomed. You know, uh, like a lot of guys were like cool. They were cool guys. They welcomed me. Uh, I can ask them questions. They would they would help me with whatever you know, and and I kind of I, I I felt comfortable there. And uh, it was the first time I wasn't considered like an outcast. And, you know, but yet I still had the thing of getting in trouble. Like I would always like make jokes and I would always do something to piss someone off. And it was always like one of the managers or someone crazy. Right. It was pretty funny, though. But yeah, so I always managed to 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 piss someone off somehow. But (laughs) that's another story. But during this process, I learned the skill of, of, of auto body repair, right? And, and that was that was pretty exciting because, you know, it was something new to me. And uh, and I, I, enjoy, I, I seem to enjoy it. I, I, I learned how to do body work. I learned how to, to paint cars. And, and um, I started getting more, I started experimenting more with like custom painting, right? And I started asking more questions. How do I, how do I do this? How do I spray this and this and that? And so uh, I remember I I, um, I dove right into custom painting and I, and I just started I bought some material I started spraying it I started learning and and before long I started painting complete cars uh, customizing and uh, what I didn't what I didn't realize at the time you know uh, custom painting actually uh, became one of my outlets for my self-expression and it really it really uh you know it really made me real happy just to see the end product and to see like someone's face and their reaction to something that i created you know and that was that was pretty that was pretty awesome you know and i did that for a number of years i even had a shop on the side what 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 i didn't realize is like i started really developing as uh as as a as a technician, you know, I would I would I was doing custom painting. We we're doing car shows. We, were, you know, I felt like I had I found my, like something that I was gonna make happen. You know, you know, at the time, my son, you know, dur- during this whole process of me trying to figure out what I needed to do and work, I worked a lot. Like I worked like maybe like almost every day, right? I worked every almost every day and. If I wasn't at the dealership, I was at the shop and vice versa. And it really took a toll on, on my on my family. And uh, and when my, my sons were, I think they were like about 12 or, or, or 10, we actually, uh, their mom and, my mom and me separated. So we went through like this, this, this major separation. The kids were torn up. And at the time, it was my two boys, my twin boys and a, and a daughter. And... Uh, and then we just had another son, so it was four kids. Uh, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. I was—I—I I, I knew I had to work. 
I was still trying to figure out, you know, this business system. And, and so what ended up happening was my, my hobby as a custom painter, you know, uh, eventually carried it onto a job that required a lot of responsibilities that I had to upkeep. So it wasn't fun anymore. It was, it wasn't really like what I remember it being because it was so like, it, it felt like it was like something that was the, the need. My, 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 my thing is like, I, I feel art shouldn't be rushed. And I feel, uh, if you're trying to express something, it don't, it, it, it doesn't come like, you can't just make it come whenever you want. Like you have to, uh, you have to be kind of like in the mood and you have to kind of put yourself in certain kind of environment to feel comfortable to design and create. And I didn't feel like, like I can provide that at the level I wanted to. And going through all this, you know, confusion in my life and, and everything was mixed up. I was at I was at a, like a crossroads for a real long time of what I wanted to, where I wanted to go, and, and I wasn't too sure because I like at the time I still didn't have no kind of like leadership in my life, no mentors, no no father figure, no one to really like say, hey, you know what, you you should really focus on your life and building something for yourself, right? Uh, it didn't happen till like about maybe a uh, few years after that. Um, it was it was like one of the worst times. Like I remember sleeping in my car at one point, and uh, I did I did, I really didn't have no other option, and I really didn't have nowhere else to go. Uh, but I remember someone telling me that if I was to read some, that I should read. You know, hey, if you if you're trying to learn something, you should just read it, right? And, you know, because sometimes you can't find, you can't when, when you when you're at a low point in your life. It's hard to get. It, it might be hard to for someone to really give you advice, or it might be hard to for someone to take you serious, or because you're so at a, you're at a point where like you don't really you're not really you're just kind of lost. Started reading, right? So I just started reading, and I remember like this was like the lowest like lowest time of my life. I started reading, and I, and and, uh, and at the time I, I've never really liked reading, so it took me a long time to adjust to to read. It took me like. If I was reading a book, it took me a couple of times to like, I would read the book, go over it and like really try to understand it because that, I hadn't really, I hadn't, in school I didn't read and you know, it was like a foreign thing to me. So I really had to like stick with it and try to like figure out how to like learn to read to where I can understand it. So I, I started reading these books and I started, you know, learning information about business and I started learning information about, you know, growth and 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 how to take my how to improve myself you know and um and i started really trying to apply these these things to my life and you know and it's a, it's a, it's a process and and i don't think you i personally don't think you have to be you have to hit rock bottom to make a decision to change your life like that's that's so like false like you know i know people say like the hard knock life and and you know, I, I want to learn the hard way. Like, you don't have to learn the hard way. Like, there's people that will help you. There's books that will help you. You know, you just got to make the decision to say, you know what? Like, I, I really, I really want to, like, better myself. You know, I really want to better my family. I want to take my business to the next level. Like, I want to, I want to achieve these great things, you know? But you have to make the commitment first. Like, you have to make the commitment to yourself and you got to stick to your commitment. Nobody's going to like force stuff on you. You know, they could, they could probably force information on you, but you're not going to take it the same. You know, 
uh, as if you actually take the time and, and, and invest your time and, and even your money to, to educate yourself, you know, and once you start, you know, educating yourself, it's going to it's going to open up new ideas. It's going to put your mind back to work where it should be, where it should be like your mind should always be working to, to, to help you better your life, to better your family's life, better ways to take care of everybody, you know take care of your community like you should always be thinking of how you can better yourself and so i got involved with these books and i started reading you know i remember a couple of books were like the e-myth uh uh rich dad poor dad uh a number of different books that i just started digging into and learning you know some valuable information and it really didn't start to really like pan out and so I started applying that in my in my business, you know. And and let me let me go back to where I where I say business. So uh, during during the time that I was at the dealership, I worked there for a number of years, right. And uh, I remember like everybody started like leaving to different places. The business w- w- went bankrupt, so I had to eventually find another job. Well, I jumped from job to I jumped from like different jobs. To the point where I actually made the commitment of just going to work for myself. That was probably one of the biggest decisions I made. And probably one of the best decisions I made. It wasn't It wasn't like this easy journey, you know, to success. Or it wasn't this, you know, it, it was, a, it was a, every day was, was, uh, was, was a, a learning experience. And I had to make sure that I was stayed on that journey. Like you have to stay on this journey to learn to better yourself, no matter what. You keep trying to grow. You know, uh, I stayed on this journey, and I continued to read. I continued to educate myself. I can. I continue. I started to seek mentors now, and I started to. You know, one thing with about seeking a mentor is if a ment if you seek. If you ask someone to help you, if you ask for their advice, right, and they and they tell you their honest opinion, they tell you what you should do, you need to do what they say, you know, because one thing that, that they're going to see, they're going to say, okay, well, I, I, I gave him my honest opinion. He didn't do what I said. Now he's wasting my time. So if someone that you respect, you know, and that has the credibility to say, hey, you know what, like you should really do this for your life. If you don't do it or you procrastinate, they're probably going to stop. They're going to start. They're going to stop, uh, you know, wasting their time on you because you, you, you just procrastinate, you know. So make sure that you listen to those mentors and, and, and take that advice. Well, I, I started seeking mentors. I started keep self-educating and and I really started to apply some of the, the stuff that I've learned into my business. And I've noticed like. I started to like evolve in like more of a business leader, right? So I went from like a technician to working in the back end to really stepping forward and say, you know what? Like if if this business is going to go anywhere, I need to take charge. I need to take charge of this business. I need to take charge of my life. I need to take charge of my family. I I need to step up and not wait and not depend on someone else to come and like save the day. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to save the day, right? So you need to step up. You need to say, okay, well, you know what? I, I, I want to make the commitment. I want to step up to the next level. I want to do it. And start self-educating yourself. Seek mentors. 
you know tell them what your goal is tell them what your vision is even if your if your vision is not so clear just as long as you start communicating something you know it's it, it's a start to 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 put in your vision out there and and once you put it put your you think of your vision you put it on paper you're gonna make it start to become reality and you got to stick with it you know this you know life business it's not a race it's a journey you remember that it's not a race it's a journey you're gonna learn something every every single way and 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 when you learn that apply it and keep moving forward build relationships you know understand how stuff works and 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 put in the time man you gotta just put in the time you know put in the hours put in the days put in the months put in the years and believe me like it'll pay off it'll pay off just keep being persistent keep driving forward i'm not here to motivate you i'm not here to tell you some fancy you know get rich quick thing it's it's hard work like it's hard work and, and you got to keep with it you know make sure you move forward all the time continue continue self-education seek out mentors listen right listen it's the most important thing um so if this information helped y'all i'm glad that y'all, you know, stay with me to hear this this awesome story. You know, I'll, I'll follow up if y'all have any questions and something else that I might, that you're not sure of how I said it or what I meant, uh, reach out to me. You know, um, Certified Collision Works at Gmail. I can be reached there. Uh, our 361-549-3863. It's my cell phone number. Give me a call. If there's anything I can help you with, let me know. Uh, like I said, I'm not an expert at any, anything, but I'm... Um, I'm continually growing like I'm you know I I always I always any any situation no matter if I know the subject or not I always go in with an open mind and I absorb everything I can everything I had no matter what never go in with a with like a block state of mind saying oh, I already know this I'm not gonna listen I like just go in clueless and absorb everything you can and I guarantee you'll gain some information from that so so next time y'all be safe keep it real